0: you believe that the space we surround ourselves in matters and you're committed to project by project building a better world for all of us if you're with me let's get architecting bright lights it's angela and i'm so excited to be back with you after my trip to switzerland oh my gosh so many exciting new things are going on and i just Can't wait to share them all with you. One of the biggest aha moments that I had on this amazing trip where I had so many great experiences and met so many great people was something I've been discovering all along, which is this idea of the Crooked Path. And you can go back and listen to any of the interviews that I have done through the whole history of this podcast. I always like to ask people about their why and how that why became a through line for their entire career. Seriously, go back and listen. You won't find a single one where the person that I am talking to will say, I always knew that I was going to do this, and so I took step one, step two, step three, and ta-da, here I am. Every single person will tell you, I was interested in this and I got this opportunity, so I took it and I started to work it in this way, and then this happened. So I made a different decision, and then I got this opportunity, and so on. And where they are today is wildly a different place from where they thought they would be when they started off in their career. But the why, the why never changes. I made so many great new friends with people who are truly game changers, truly world changers, who are invited to be at this symposium. And when I talked to all of them, that was what I heard too. This crooked path, this zigging and zagging, this, if you want to call it that, and I do, the lightning bolt, right? Because the lightning bolt is about reckoning. It is about truth. It is about disruption. And that is, is what we need to be embracing and not fearing because it is that disruption that moves you into greater alignment, that enables you to have impact at bigger and bigger scales, that enables you to be more and more authentic, to find your voice and to use it for good. Let's dive in because I think there is a lot here to really think about and to feel good about, and I hope that you can also find your own crooked path in this conversation. And I'd love to hear what your experiences are, the things that you may have felt or setbacks for you, or we're taking you off course, that now you can start to see we're actually propelling you forward exponentially. So let's dive in. So it all starts with getting yourself into that flow state where you can make space to say yes to opportunities. Feel into them. Know whether you're making the right decision or not. And feel comfortable taking that risk, taking that leap. This whole trip, I gotta tell you, was something that really fell out of the sky. We took a big vacation for two weeks to Peru last year, so I was planning that this year we'd have a much more kind of low-key vacation. But in January, I was reached out to by this man named Jorge Frescara. He is part of the international advisory board for this entity called the Swiss Center for Design and Health. And they're putting together a symposium and they were interested in me being a speaker. I looked into the group and they're a really dynamic couple year old entity that is part of the University of Bern. Their whole purpose is to study the relationship between design and health. So they have kind of a research arm. They have this amazing living lab and they also have an educational component to it. So it seemed like a great opportunity. Since they were going to pay for my trip, I thought, well, why not tack on a few more days? Never been to Switzerland before. This could be our vacation. So we took this other big vacation two years in a row, right? Said yes to that opportunity. And wow, what a trip. If you follow me on Instagram, you can see the posts and learn about what we did. When things are aligned, you just start having all of these amazing synchronicities occur. So we started in Zurich because that was where our flight landed and spent the day there. It just so happened that a once in every three-year event, Zurich, Fass, which is the largest street fair in Europe was having its opening day that day, that first day that we were there and they only do this guys every three years. So what are the odds that we would just so happen to be in Zurich for the opening day of this huge thing? I mean, it went in the road along the river for like about a mile, plus it had extra blocks and had truly international food trucks and crafts and stages for bands to play amazing, amazing event, and we got to experience it. And then they did this fireworks show at the lake that we could see from our hotel. We were on the third floor, and we could hear the music that the fireworks was synchronized with. And then the next day, we went to Basel and just had this immersion in art and architecture. And of course, as if this trip alone was not an incredible opportunity that fell into my lap, Of course, of course, as we take these crooked paths, even at a smaller scale, we start to notice that there are even more constellations of events that start to happen, that start to whisper in your ear, that start to say, think about this, think about this, think about this. I kept noticing this persistence of this topic of landscape coming up. So stay tuned because I don't ignore these little synchronicities as they come up. At the Frank Gehry Museum on the Vitra campus, there was a whole exhibit on the social, political, and economic implications of landscape and gardens and the deeper meaning behind it as we continued our immersion in art and architecture in this great city, we stopped by the Lorenzo Piano-designed Foundation Belair, which is this lovely building that houses just an exquisite collection of modern art. And what did we encounter yet again but this idea of our relationship with the natural world with the landscape the microclimate and its impact and had just a potpourri of work from different artists and then ran into more things related to landscape and design as we continued our travels that was really cool and It is no coincidence, right? This is clearly something that is reaching out to me, something where there's yet another connection to make, yet another opportunity. And next was the symposium. But before I talk about that, I wanted to continue to link back to nature. The last few days that we were in Switzerland were spent in Interlaken. Again, a chance to really confront the landscape, this time through personal experience. Hiking in the Alps, taking cable cars up to some of the taller peaks, paragliding over the mountains above Interlaken if you ever get a chance to do this, you need to do this. Even if you are not a thrill seeker like me, who's a total daredevil, you don't have to run off a cliff to do paragliding. You kind of just run down a hill really quick and the parachute picks up the wind and you just glide really gently and pick up the wind. So it's a great vantage point and again, this connection with the earth and the air and the views and just giving yourself that different point of view to have that different outlook on life. That was the adventure that came about because of the catalyst of being invited to this symposium. Part of that crooked path that I talk about was what allowed us to have all of these experiences to have this idea of connecting more to landscape and garden and nature more as more of an inspiration to keep building my own work. But now I want to share a little bit about how my own work to date, which led me to have this opportunity, allowed even more network building and opportunities to grow and expand my own horizons, to meet incredible people, and to continue to upwardly expand my own sense of what is possible. When we only have a limited perspective, even if we think we're dreaming big, what we call big still has a lot of limitations on it because we don't know anybody who's showing us how to dream even bigger. But when you associate with people who are teaching, who have worked all over the world, who have written books, who have this tremendous sphere of influence, and you have a chance to connect to them, and they see value in your work and want to collaborate. Now you've just upped the ante even more, so let me tell you about this experience and how it feeds into this idea of taking the crooked path. This symposium was by invitation only and included the international board plus some other select guests. There were only four of us that spoke. We each gave a presentation had a discussion series afterward on the first day. And then the second day, we spent all day working the topics that we presented with a selected group. So they divided everybody into groups and we worked the topics all day long, reported out the third day, and this will eventually be published as conference proceedings. So I'm actually working on putting that together now. When I went there, I only knew one person, Anjali, Joseph who teaches at Clemson, but I now feel like everybody there is my new best friend. I just made so many powerful connections. Many of them have written books. They publish research all of the time. They are considered experts in their fields. What really excited me is that for the most part, they're not coming from the AEC industry. They're not designers. They're coming from a different perspective since a lot of what I like to do is understand people's why. Like, how did you get to where you are? Why are you doing what you're doing? What fascinated me about most of the stories that I heard was how many times each of these people had just said yes to opportunities one guy had a background in biology and went to New Zealand to study and now he's doing economic work so like you would think what does this have to do with biology but somehow he's connected the dots and created this niche for himself Evelyn Lau who is a very like rock star in the world of public health and has published many books and Her career has literally taken her to cities all over the world. She's currently based out of Australia just an amazing career filled with swerves and turns because she kept saying yes to opportunities. Story after story of I studied in this country and then I went to graduate school or got my doctorate in the US and then I was teaching and then I was pulled away to work in practice and I had a practice, but then I was asked to join another architecture firm and just do research and then from there, I was lured away to a university. It just was such an amazing series of people who followed their passion. That was the one constant, right? The kind of work that they did. And the fact that they stayed fixated on doing that work instead of worrying about whether they were doing quote unquote the right things in doing that then they started to get opportunities it's just so so powerful it reminds me of this quote great leaders do not set out to be a leader they set out to make a difference it is never about the role you have it is about the goal right the reason that you want to make a difference and that reason leads you to being persistent persistence is what pays off. You have this no matter what attitude, you apply this filter of your goal to everything you take on. Everything that you touch has the fingerprints of that why, that goal, all over it. And it is what makes it different and unique from something that anyone else might do. Not to say that what they do couldn't also be incredibly powerful and valuable, but it will be different. By keeping yourself in that state of persistence, in that state of looking at the goal, in that state of always saying, how can I make a difference? You start to approach your career with a different point of view than a lot of people do. So a lot of us are looking for the safety looking for the ladder to climb, looking at the company structure and saying, where do I fit in? How do I maneuver myself into this or that position that I think I want? Instead, by being focused on making a difference, you're saying, what could I do? How could I serve? How could I make a difference? What else could it be? How can I take this current project or this current situation and graft it to incorporate these things that I care about? How do I keep learning regardless of whether somebody is giving me an opportunity or not. Where do I find the opportunity for myself? How can I look for ways to serve that go beyond my job, that go out into professional communities, that go out into the nonprofit world? If I want to write a book, how do I... Talk to people who've written books. How do I find mentors? How do I find publishers? How do I learn about how to get this opportunity? How do I build my network? And when you do that, you really start to find that different things happen. You find out that what might appear to be a series of random opportunities in someone's life was really alignments that were coming to them that they were willing to say yes to. They were willing to be fluid and do seemingly unrelated things because they could see the way to connect the dots. To sum it up, because I really want, you to hear this. The Crooked Path is not taking you off course. It is actually helping you stay the course so that you don't get stuck in your comfort zone and just kind of plateau. People who are making a difference in the world, who are at the top of their game, have embraced new opportunities, even when they didn't seem connected because they felt the alignment of it. The more willing you are to do these seemingly unrelated things to make the time to take that no matter what attitude, the more you expand your sense of what is possible for you. And from there, you start to produce work of a whole different caliber and start to have impact in ways you never thought possible, like this incredible trip to Switzerland I just had. I would love to hear your stories, your experiences with Crooked Path opportunities, and how, in retrospect, you are grateful for where those opportunities took you. How they have shaped your work and helped you be better at what you do because of that perspective. You can share your story with me on Instagram and tag Architecting Podcast, or you can email me at angela at architectingpodcast.com or visit our architecting page on LinkedIn. If you are enjoying what you're hearing, if it's helping you at all, please share with others the best way to do that is to like, rate, and review the podcast really does help people who are looking for inspiration to get a better sense of what their experience in the architecting community is going to be about. I've always tried to be very transparent and authentic and vulnerable with you about my own experiences. And when people read your review, They see that same authenticity in what you're saying, and they're much more likely to want to join our community and listen in. So pay it forward and do that. Thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for listening in. I am so grateful to have you in the architecting community. I'll see you next time.